This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You guys, I've talked to you before about Squarespace, and if you guys want to stop being squares and actually go to Squarespace, you would be doing me a huge, giant favor. It is the best place to make your own website. You can look on the internet and see really cool sites, and you're thinking, they must have paid like a million dollars to the designer to make this look so sleek and smooth. They didn't, because they probably made it on Squarespace. Their help services are amazing. I know I've been on other platforms that you feel like there's no human beings that even exist there. Go to Squarespace, use offer code ASKWOMEN2 to get 10% off. And then you also show support for Ask Women, which is an amazing thing to do. If you guys need a cool looking website that looks sweet, that will help your business or help whatever it is you're trying to do in this world, Squarespace is the place to do it. Squarespace.com and use offer code ASKWOMEN2. That's ASKWOMEN2. Use that at checkout and you get 10% off your first purchase and you show your support for the awesome podcast, Ask Women. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your lovely co-hosts, comedian, and uh, extraordinary human being, along with Marty Kinris, best-selling author, relationship expert, and then my worst enemy, Mo. Hey. Uh-huh. Uh, today, we're really excited because we're doing a full Analyze This episode. So yes. your questions will be answered one by one. So get ready. Put your seatbelt yeah. on. So let's just dive into it. Let's do no it. No chit-chat. Nobody wants no. to hear how no. our week went. That. Okay, so I've been in love with my best friend for two years. After talking about this for a very long time and her rejecting me repeatedly, she finally decided that she's completely fine with hooking up with me. Way to beat her down. Good job. And didn't know why she didn't do that before. Now, the first time we hooked up, she loved it. She was super into it. But still, as soon as we finished, she told me she still only likes me as a friend. I consider myself to be a moderately attractive guy. But in the moment, she called me really hot and a great kisser. Should I accept my role as friends with benefits? Or is there anything I can do that can advance our relationship? Thanks, William from NYC. Mm. Hey, yo, William, NYC. You know what I would do, Will? This is well. You're ready. You have it in the back. Okay. You keep on hooking up with her. You keep on hooking up with her, and then you ignore her. You got to get her emotionally and physically attached to you. Like giving the shy love advice. Seriously, what happens when she came in? No, but but no, that's the truth. Look, it's like look, women become emotionally attached through sex. It just happens. But the the word ignore her. It's not ignore her. They're they're best friends. You don't ignore her afterwards. Well, you know, you just you just make yourself because look, the the worst thing that's going to happen right now is you're going to sleep with her. He's been in love with his best friend for two years, and they're sleeping with each other. And she knows that he's in love with her. I think he broke her down enough, and kind of like. May not force her, but she kind of was like, oh, I feel like she was almost kind of going like, here, let's just hook up so that now you can move on and like kind of leave me alone. Right. Is, but she seems is, to be liking it. Sounds like they're going to hook up again. She seems to be liking it. Yeah, she but seems to say, say she, you're really hot, you're a great kisser. Right, but she went back to wanting to be friends though, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, when you're out of like the euphoric phase of making out with each other, she gets real and then gets a little afraid and nervous about... What she wants. So, okay, I, I, I take a step back here. I don't, I don't agree with ignoring her. I don't agree. I don't know what else was said. But I, I would say that he's in love with his best friend. Yeah. Okay, so you have to it's decide. Will, if you want to keep your best friend, or you want to be with this woman, because if you want to be with this woman, you're not going to be satisfied with just hooking up with. I, like, it, it, yes, maybe for a short period of time, but eventually you're going to get really frustrated. Yeah. You're not going to say what you want with her. You're not going to be best friends because you're not really being your real self and you're walking on eggshells. So this is not a real friendship or relationship right now. You're in this wishy-washy space. 
and and we'll watch watch movies like Friends with Benefits or those other stupid movies like that because they they really do lay it out right. These people become friends, they start hooking up, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the guy or the girl can't take it anymore, so they kind of distance themselves. And then the other person who had a problem with it in the in the first place comes running after them because their life isn't complete without that person. Right. Yeah, but that's a little fantastical. It's a little it bit is, cliche romantic comedy, is, not real life. But look, well, trust that the more you sleep with her, the more attached she's going to become. The more you make yourself less available, the more available she's going to want you to be. But it's, it's not okay. So these are just simple words like ignore and and not available. So like you have to expand on those a little bit because this is his best yeah. friend. So it, okay, from my advice that I would give is that you have to change your behavior. I can hear from what you were saying before is that you were there for her if she wanted you. And then yeah. you beat her down and she's like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll like, m- like make out with you for a little bit because there's nothing else going on. For right now, all I hear is that you're sort of just taking what you can get. And the behavior that I would like you to change is taking more control so that you're leading in this situation rather than just following what's being given to you. And I think an alteration in your behavior mixed in with being a freaking great kisser and super hot that she's saying to you while doing those things with you that combination can get her to look at you in a different way if not then you have to decide whether or not you want this situation and you're okay with it you whether or not you want a friendship or if you really are in love with her and want a relationship with her that's what you have to accept because it's not worth it if you accept anything less than what you want and also she knows that you're in love with her so she has the upper hand basically i think what mo is trying to say is is by ignoring or using those kind of simple words, what you're really doing is getting the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And that's really what relationship, I mean, I know my boyfriend and I do, like, who is the upper hand in the moment kind of thing. And we shouldn't, but we do. So that's, it's all how, that's how relationships are. Yeah. Especially when it starts off. And especially when you're trying to tie down a girl that does not want to get tied down. Okay, here's the next question. Hello, beautiful ladies and Mo. First, I want to start by saying how awesome all of you are. Been listening for a month now and can't seem to get enough. I know, we're so addicting. You're all... Oh, God, I'm like burping into the microphone. Sorry. You're all very funny and upbeat. Mo, just want to say thanks for representing the men. You rock. I've never been so misrepresented in my life. (laughs) She's quitting. She's pissed. (laughs) So I met this girl on Tinder. Thanks for the app suggestion because Tinder is freaking amazing. And we've been going out uh, for just over a week now. Whoa, long term. Uh, Four dates total. That's a lot. In a week? Mm -hmm. God, he knows how to do it. They have all been great fun dates. We've kissed but haven't slept together yet. I like her and want to take my time getting to know her. I'm then slow down and stop going on four dates yeah. a week. I'm a fan of riding the large roller coasters. Is that like a metaphor? What? They, they may take, uh, okay, it's a metaphor. They may take longer to get to the top, but once you do the ride, is oh so much funner. Does this mean he likes fat girls? What? What? Where did that even come from? <laughs> Jesus. What, what that, they what? don't fit in roller coasters. What? So last no. night she picked uh, an ex that she dated this past summer. Um, up at the airport. Before she did, we went for lunch. About 30 minutes after lunch ended and we parted ways, she had to return to work, I get a text thanking me for a wonderful time. That text was immediately followed by this text. So I have to be really honest with you. I'm not dating other people or talking to other guys anymore. Look, after a a week, she quit other men. But I do plan on spending time with the guy I dated this summer while he's in town for Christmas. Seems like a totally unfair position for me to put you in, but please tell me if you're okay with continuing to see me, knowing I'll be seeing him for a few weeks as well. I reply, that's really honest. That is really freaking honest. I reply with, enjoyed seeing you this afternoon, too. Uh, While we're being open and honest with each other, there is something I need to (laughs) tell you. It's perfectly okay. You two dated over the summer. I figured you'd be spending some time with him while he visits. Uh, Feelings may come back, and (laughs) the second he steps off the plane I can't control that what I do know have control over is that I like you and I've really been enjoying getting to know you this past week you're probably well aware of it already but you're pretty awesome oh I like that she replied back with you really say you really say all the right things my question is was that a good response and what should I do the next week or two while his while this ex of hers is around I feel like these two people should have children right now because they would be the most logical sense I know I know it's only been a week but I really like this girl and I want to pursue her Jordan Dynamite from Portland oh of course they're from Portland they're very smart I like this. He should pursue. Look, pursue her because this guy's. But not while be this guy is in town, yeah, because what's well, gonna, what does that mean? Well, this is what's going to happen. This guy's going to be in town. They're going to keep on. They're going to start hooking up again, and then brew up some romance. And it's going to be so easy for her to get attached to this guy and forget about our boy. Instead of 
him still pursuing her, she now having these new feelings with this new guy that are probably going to be more exciting, the old feelings of why I didn't like the guy in the first place are going to start to come up from the other guy, and then there's or not... It, 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 or what could happen is that she really likes Jordan, and yeah. she could just be like, oh, this guy sucks. This guy sucks, and now I don't really want to be hanging out with him for two weeks. That could well, be another it, possibility. Yeah. It takes like an incredible amount of self-confidence to give a response like that, and if I were her, I would just find that attractive. And so I you- actually thought that response was great. Yeah. I don't know if he needed to say like, oh, you might have a magical moment when he steps on the plane. Like, you don't need to coach her in that direction. But <laughs> right, then right. he followed it up really well, but he's like, here's what I do know. I do know that you're freaking amazing. And I had a really good time. I thought it was a perfect yeah. response. And I, I, I congratulate her for being so open and honest as well. So what does he do to stay in her mind without being eager and needy and, and seemingly jealous that this guy is there? So how does he balance those two things during those next couple of weeks while he's in town. Well, look, you don't talk about this guy. From this moment on, you do not talk about this other guy at all. You go about your own business of trying to woo a girl that you really like that you just met. If yeah. you really like this woman, go take it. Because I agree. If you so, don't go take it, someone else is going to go take it. I agree. So how often should he be contacting her? Because I think that he should give her her space, but I think that he should check in. You know, they they were pretty intense for that week that they were together. And then if they were to check in with each other, how often should they check in with each other? Because I'm thinking like in my head, he should check in like every four days. But with something very casual, quick, and light. I'm under the impression that if whatever works, don't, you know, if something's not broke, don't fix it. So just stick with what you got. Because if if she's one of these girls, right, where we met a girl like this, Arden. Remember Arden? Right. Where she met a guy, and the next thing you know, her and the guy are texting every single day, and they had to see each other every single day. It was like that, like those needy type of people. If she's one of those girls, right? She you, doesn't sound like she is. Yeah, she, well, look, anytime you go on four no, dates four in a row. No, four dates in one week. That's exactly. true. That's, a really good so that's you have, pretty it's hard. True. I agree with you. You have, to, you have to continue with what's been happening right yeah. now. But as a general rule of thumb for anybody who's going to be reaching out or texting, if you are texting because you want a response to calm down some emotion that you have that makes you feel better that this girl likes you again, don't text. If you're yeah, texting yeah. for anything other than I want to like just reach out to this girl and – then, then do not text. And if, if you're doing, yeah. And if you want to take the time to get to know this girl, don't. All right. Start if the physical relationship is there to be taken, start taking it. Yeah. Well, for these two weeks, apparently it's not going to be there for him to take. No, so it did will she basically be. say, "I won't see you for these it. two weeks"? No, she just said for these two weeks, I'm going to be dating two people at one time. Okay. And so are he can you still okay be with in her that? Life. Okay. I wonder if this guy's staying with her for these two weeks, though. I don't know, but anyway, the, I, I would say that the, the advice that we just gave is yeah. is is pretty damn solid. Okay, yeah, boy. I think it's good. But yeah, she sounds awesome. You sound awesome. Uh, honestly, yeah, get married. Kids. You sound fantastic, dear ladies and Mo. I was recently at a friend's wedding where I met this really awesome girl. We spent the whole afternoon and night together. I felt like we really both connected. But the real problem is that she lives about two thousand kilometers. Canadian Ooh, or from Britain, I don't know, um, or from one Australia. another. Oh, right. That's true. Everywhere else except for here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from yeah. one another. And I wasn't really thinking about anything long distance. So I didn't try to pursue anything further the next morning. That being said, I couldn't stop thinking about how great she was and about how much we had in common and have been kicking myself for not trying to pursue anything. So I ended up messaging her yesterday a couple of days after the fact just to let her know that I had a really good time and I wanted to stay in touch with her. She said that she had a fun time also and that, of course, she would want to stay in touch and we chatted a little this being yesterday i haven't talked to her since i never tried online or long distance relationships but would like to find a way to broach the subject with her a little premature for a long distance relationship how can i put the idea out there in a way in which she would be willing to give it a chance i always listen to you guys and try to apply the advice given to my daily life but i feel like the situation i need a little extra help so any advice you can give to me would be really appreciated thanks tony hi tony so one thing I want to comment on is the I never tried online or long distance relationship. So, so you have to – this is not a long distance relationship. It's still the same as if she was in the same city as you because you're still getting to know each other. You had one like magical night at a wedding, but you're still – you still have to initiate that flirting. But the, the flirting can't go to meeting up for a date. The flirting could be you know hooking up for um, a Skype conversation or whatever it is. Like if you can start some sort of texting 
texting or email banter and dialogue with this girl because that is really all you have right now. Um, that's that's what I was just doing, but not thinking of it as a long distance relationship. So I would still continue yeah, that would dating other away. women as well. Yeah. So yeah. and and build toward you know build your relationship with her and then build toward a trip with her, like going to see her or going to visit her. Well, right? I think, but I think, I yeah, I think it's too early. What you do is basically start. Start making a connection where you two both share. It's almost like um, Jason Capital says, like you two are a team and you share like a certain view against you know the world or whatever. So I think when you start texting or talking, you just basically put the world at a distance and you guys are the two together. And then eventually it will lead to wanting to visit each other. But if you start out saying like, I want to come visit you, that would be very, very creepy yeah, for yeah, me. Personally. I, I would say, but they had se- look, these people had sex, right? I'm not sure if they had they sex. Hooked up actually. At, look, if you hook up at a wedding, you have sex mm. or you at least finger somebody. We spent the whole, oh, whole afternoon and night together. <laughs> he didn't say we had sex. I spent the whole, we spent the whole afternoon and night together. I felt like we were really connecting, but the problem is it was a wedding. They probably hooked up. The thing is too, at weddings, at weddings, there's this escalated feeling of romance mm-hmm. and you know, and connection and flirting. So if you take it into the real world, it might not even be all it's cut out to. But be. you you can mimic that mimic that similar feeling that you may have had at the wedding by letting it build and build and build. Right. So for example, if you start texting, I have a, a, a great book for you, uh, WingGirlMethod.com/slash/race. It's a, it's about texting, so that it's not just like generic texting, like "Hey, how are you doing?" There's there's like more substance, so that you move past those introductory sentences and texting, and you get straight to. Um, conversation that invokes a response in a woman and gets her engaged with you so that it becomes fun and exciting because the purpose of texting is to actually meet up in person. That's where you actually get to know each other. But because you don't have that, I would say if you can go from texting and then escalating to email. So for example, if if you're like, what if you write her you know, 10 texts in and you go, what's your email? I want to send you something funny. Or what's your email? I want to send you something interesting. And then you can show her a little bit more about who you are and what you're about through something. Inter- and it doesn't have to be forced, whatever you're showing to her. It has to be authentic and real in order you for you guys to build. This is like a, this, it's a harder thing to answer and respond to because I want to help you like go through step by step. Yeah. But I think each step of the way, you figure out whether or not there is in, mutual interest on both sides. And I don't if, think we've ever said this on the, the podcast, and I can't believe I'm throwing it in there, but it's almost like the concept of absence makes the heart grow fonder in a yeah. sense. If you are talking to someone through a computer, you have this great imagination of how wonderful they are, and you put them on a pedestal. And so that creates the... Yeah. The oh, desires. for sure. For sure. And like this is this could be very romantic, but it ha- but she has to have felt the same way that you did after that wedding. And that that has to stay there for both of you. And like the first chitter chatter over texting can be to see whether or not there still is that chemistry that was there from the wedding. So I wouldn't think about it as jumping into a long-term relationship or jumping into an online relationship. You're still just dating, but you're dating in the modern world through texting, through email, through Skype, through other means of interacting with each other. How far away do they live? What was it? 2,000 kilometers. Two thousand. And what is that? Far. It's like one mile. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would believe I have you. no fucking clue. I literally would believe you. I have no idea. No, you don't know? What is it? From Canada? It's far. I'm horrible. It's at least a thousand miles, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like, like 1,200 like miles. right? It's like 12. Two point, yeah, it's 2.2. I always think yeah. it's my, cause like my dad wouldn't, we're driving. It's, about, like, oh, it's, it's about a thousand miles. It's pretty far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's far away. You gotta jump on a plane for that. Right. Okay. So, so yes. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that, that's our advice, Tony. Take it and practice with it. Um, and learn our system. Exactly. <laughs> so why does a woman dress provo- – oh, sorry, there's next- another question with nobody writing it. Why does a woman dress provocatively and then yell at a guy when he looks down her blouse? I mean, the answer is, like, so obvious. It's like you want to be noticed, but you don't want to be be demeaned. You know, yeah. women wear, wear these outfits because it gives them confidence and makes them feel good, but it doesn't give you – I mean, I'm kind of speaking in a cliche, but it doesn't give you the, the right to be a pig or – Listen, okay. Listen, about I want to feel sexy. I'm wearing a low cut shirt right now. Apparently, my breasts are quite large, and they are they huge. are huge. I know, massive. Um, and I, I, it's funny. My husband said the other day because when I and wear, when I wear, making them, I know it's what I do. Even my purse, it like cups yeah, the breast. Yeah. But okay, so my husband the other day said it's so funny. I love standing behind you when you walk walk around Whole Foods because I watch men look <laughs> at your boobs and then look, quickly look up to their eyes. He's like, I watch them check, and all I see them is looking at my 
eyes. I'm like, oh, they're all looking at how pretty I am. So I don't even notice the boobs. But if there was some guy, and it makes me feel good, honestly, because I feel good because I, I feel, I feel kind of sexy right now and I'm yeah. happy about my boobs. But if I had some guy who literally just stayed down on my boobs, I'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? You're a freaking pa-. like it would it would just it would feel demeaning because because then then I'm just my boobs. Like I get that that's it's part of a, a package and it's it's what makes me feel sexy and I guess you know what attracts people, but I want them to be attracted to multiple things the same way that women are look, attracted. Look, to Look, I, I think it's wrong for men to just stare at a woman's tits when they're hanging out, but I will stick up for men here because there are some fucking women, right? That look, I went out for Halloween to this party, right? And there was this woman, and she was literally naked. She was naked, and some guy, some idiot, goes up behind her and kind of grabs her, and which I don't condone at all, right? And she was turns around, she's like, "Don't you fucking touch me, blah blah blah. You're not allowed to touch me." He's not. And, no, he's not, right? But if <laughs> but you're gonna dress, if you're gonna dress like a whore, you're gonna get treated like a whore. If you're gonna no. dress like a classy woman, that's you're like gonna get treated you, like a classy a short skirt, woman. You were saying right now. No, no, but there are some girls that push the line to where line. they invite guys. Oh, no. they attract the wrong type of guys. But that, I agree with and that. The wrong you type the wrong of attention. Type. If you want to attract good attention, then you, you know you should wear a blazer and no, a pair of no, pants. No, not a blazer, but dress. <laughs> You know, you could dress sexy without dressing like a whore. But if you dress like a whore, a guy's going to attack. Well, then no, you, but that's then, the thing. Those are you two have to, separate things. Then you have to live in the real world and understand what's going to happen no, to you. No, good. Well, it's like I, you listen, can't. That's like, the truth, though. You want me to truth. lie to you? That's not because there's going to be is. guys out there that do those kinds of things. Listen, and then a girl can get mad at that guy for doing she it and can. say, get she the totally fuck away can. From me. But if she's going to continue to dress like that, she's going to have to. She doesn't live in a perfect world where guys just respect listen, her. Listen, like, we're is, men and we have those things are going feelings. to happen. Yeah. Doesn't say that those things are correct and they should be happening. So what he's asking is, why do women dress provocatively and then yell at a man? Because they like attention. No, it, it, that's it. Because they, it's true. <laughs> they they want attention. They want. I'm attention. more on a man's. Yeah. I have a man's perspective on this issue because I I don't really understand the dressing provocatively thing. I just don't get it. It's just not in my DNA to want to do it. So I under. I'm not saying it's okay to like touch and or like rape women. I've had guys. I dress super conservatively. Mm-hmm. I've had guys walk up to me and like literally like in a bar, a crowded bar, and literally like grab yeah, my my crotch, butt. totally yeah. cut my entire vagina, and I. I'm dressed like not provocatively, but I, I just think women, they want to be in control of how they feel. When you, when you dress sexy, you feel good about yourself, but that, but they're, and so I understand when women do that, but you don't, I don't know. You're not, you're not asking for it. Like I don't wear, okay. Even if I wanted to dress in the most provocative way ever, I want attention. I don't want groping. I don't think that those things go hand in hand. No. And that if you do do it, you have to take what comes your way. And, no and matter I don't think what, it's right, but the reality is – look, my girl The reality walks, is – My is girl walks so- in a bar. She, my girl's got a great ass, right? Great butt. She wears tight pants. You know, not like showing – she doesn't wear a skirt that where you see her butt hanging out. She wears tight pants. There have been guys that have grabbed her butt in a bar. Right. And she specifically won't tell me because I'll straight I'll go and punch a guy for no re because that's what that guy deserves, right? Right. But it doesn't but well, you got to understand that's that's the world we live but le- in. But okay, but separate from the world we live in to answer his question, the reason that women get upset if you look down her blouse is because she doesn't want you looking down her blouse. That's not what she dressed up for. She didn't dress up for you to stare at her cleavage the entire time that you're talking for. That's the answer. That's why she gets pissed off because she didn't go out and no, say, I'm going to dress like a whore tonight no, she dressed so that, that you way, can stick so your then, fingers up my So then you stare vagina. at her cleavage for a second because yes. she finds it flattering and then you look in her eyes and you actually talk to her. Yeah, but that, she's doing that as bait to. to yeah, for I mean, attention. I I agree with Mo. It's an attention thing. It's, attention it's like thing, look at what yeah. you can't or it have. Maybe what she really likes to be wearing. She may feel super sexy in it. Whatever it is for attention. Yeah, but when, she feels awesome when she puts. She on may those feel clothes. awesome in it, but at the same time, if she doesn't seem to grasp the concept that she's inviting the wrong type of person, yeah. then she's like missing. That, okay, brain. sorry. This is I'm going to tie this to slavery in some way. But like you can say, <laughs> there's always been people pushing the limits, right? So if somebody really likes dressing provocative 
and they want to get it get it past people's thick skulls that you can dress provocatively without inviting unwelcome guests to be raping you like you're asking for it like that's what you have to do right. you have to put it out there all, you don't have to suddenly you know filter how you want to be when you describe this woman all i thought about was shy love and how <laughs> she dresses and what she attracts she's wearing a jumpsuit no her tits were hanging out yeah she was those titties yeah. were just there for the taking Listen, but no matter what, at the end of the day, that's what she feels wonderful in wearing. Yeah. She's not dressing up saying, like, how horish can I dress look, and, so and that I can is, get X, Y, is You're going to get your good guys and just get ready for those those really sleazy Russian dudes. And just go <laughs> yeah, like, you, yeah. are, you are shit in my okay. country. There Come was in. a second part. Uh, okay, so here's the second part of the question. Again, from somebody who didn't sign their name. But And how do you tell... Oh, it doesn't go with the first question. And how do you tell whether a girl wants something real or a one-night stand? Well, if she's wearing a short skirt. No, <laughs> yeah. How do you tell? Wow. What a girl is up for. Well, if she has sex with you, you'll find out, right? Well, some girls who still have one-night stands also want relationships. She might want yeah, more. they do. But I can say, like, girls who typically aren't in it for a one-night stand, like, they talk to you differently. They want to get to know you a little bit more. It's not about, like, sexual innuendo, and there's not as much... Uh, need for um, serious talk or getting to know you. That's kind well, of. I feel like a one night stand, like sex, is on the, is the topic of conversation a lot. Yeah, it's, and it's a very lot of surface level feel. conversation. Yeah, and it's very like kind of like flirty, yeah. sexual innuendos, touching, primal. There's like no like sweetness to it at all. Well, there can still be likes. Well, I guess I wouldn't call. Well, sweetness, look, but... you, you'll know after the one night stand if you like the girl. You try calling her and she doesn't answer you. I think you'll learn pretty quick <laughs> if that's what she <laughs> what wants. Her... I think he's saying like, how do I tell if a girl if I have to like if I, if there's a different approach that I should be going after this girl? If I see a girl standing there, how do I know if she is like a relationship girl or? A one night stand. Oh, you'll never know until you actually just dive into the conversation and really get really? to know them. Look, girls said like you. You could see a girl dressed like we just talked about. A girl dressed like like you know provocatively and wanting attention. You go talk with her, and even though she's flirty, yeah, you know, this happened to me the other night. There's a girl tits hanging out, very flirty with me. I was like, hey, you know, it's like I was like kind of getting the feeling like she want to bang, but then like I watched her with all the other guys, and that's what she does. She's the girl that acts like she wants to bang you all night long, and then never bangs anybody. And then when you go to bang her, she goes. You got to take me out to dinner first, or you got to do all these things. You know, so there are those girls too. Like you'll never know until you actually get into the conversation. It's funny, like people want to like go out to dinner before they like will bang somebody, but it's like, don't you want to like bang on an empty stomach? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like, I never want to bang with like a steak in me. <laughs> I can't have two steaks in me at one time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that is the end of the first segment of analyze this, and we will be back with my college friend or university, I'll say, because in Canada we call it university. Um, Justine Mason, who is on the show. If you have questions, for- Justine Mason, more like Justine Amazing. Oh, thank you. Uh, write queer questions into ask at askwomenpodcast.com and we'll be back in a second. The worst thing in the world with women is forgetting Valentine's Day. Honestly, it's like she'll chop off your penis if you forget Valentine's Day. It's the worst thing in the entire world. Pro Flowers is quick, it's easy, and delivery on Valentine's Day is guaranteed. You can't beat the price or the convenience. Best value, you get it done early, choose a delivery date, and check it off your list. Sign up right now so that you don't have to think about Valentine's Day in the future. Even if you already have Valentine's Day plans, you still need flowers delivered. It's a must. Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last seven days or your money back. It's a no-brainer. I actually actually send flowers through Pro Flowers to my mother-in-law for her birthday. I know it's not Valentine's Day, but she loved them. They were beautiful. They were on time. They lasted for a very long time, and she was very happy, and I think she likes me even more now. Here's the only way to get this amazing Valentine's Day deal. 100 blooms of love with free glass vase for just $19.99, or upgrade and add chocolates and a teddy bear for just $9.99 more. Go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, and type in Ask Women. That's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone and type in Ask Women. Order today. This deal expires Friday at midnight. Introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from Arm & Hammer. Arm & Hammer Clump & Seal is totally different than what I've used before. 
Even after seven days, it was odor-free. There was some sort of sealing magic happening. Only Clump and Seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique Arm & Hammer odor eliminators and baking soda for a seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. I've tried every product. This is really pretty remarkable. New Clump and Seal Cat Litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast and to our full episode of Analyze This. We have my good friend and old college roommate, Justine Mazin, in studio with us. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So Justine is from Toronto, and Justine and I have known each other for a very long time, but Justine is out in Los Angeles because she is a very talented writer and has written a – she'll tell you about it, but she's written a book that is fantasy. I don't even know. You can probably yeah, describe it better. It. But anyway, sexual she's, fantasy, she's out here because basically people think that it, it could be the next – Twilight or next <laughs> Easy with that. I'm just saying that that's what, what it, it, it's People, being. My parents think that. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but tell, tell me a little bit about the book. No, I don't think we can do that today. All right, so nothing about the nothing book. Nothing about so the not, book. So not starting off well. So Justine no. does not want to share. I no. do want, I'm, I am curious though because you said you drink. I do drink. And you drink in every city. I drink everywhere. Day, the, night. Drink all the time. Okay, good to but, know. Because we um, were saying, how did you make this happen? Right. How, how did you get these I meetings? drink and I dress provocatively. And uh, those two things together get you meetings. I thought we were having an opposite <laughs> guest as Shy Love today. I know. I it was, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is but turning not, out to have too many similarities. I don't, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is one thing that Justine is really great at doing is going and putting herself out there. And, okay, that sounds slutty. Well, I'm not, listen, you're not slutty. You're not offering sex to people. No. But what you do is, fine, I, you I'll pop you up. And you're very outgoing. Yeah. You're very friendly. And the thing is that we talk about this on the show all the time about going out there, being open, getting your getting off the couch and doing something. If you really want something to happen, go out and give a blowjob to somebody. And, no, I'm just joking. Jesus. I'm just joking. So no, happy I'm here. But, no, but the whole thing is, it's, it's in dating, it's in networking, it's in business. Every yes. single thing is the exact same. You have the same set of rules. If you want to make things happen, then you have to get off your butt and make them happen. And that is what you do. And you did it in your own way. You may not have sent all these you know, packages to publishers, but you went and you went to meet with the people who actually make the decisions. Well, they happen to be the right people. Right. But it, it was but just I, like the right situation yeah, at the right time. Yeah. I think sometimes you just meet the right people at the right time and it hasn't happened yet, but hopefully something will come of all of this, all, all of these all meetings, this drinking. Yeah. No, I mean, do you, do you uh, write love scenes? Yeah, there are some love scenes. Well, in it. Let's I don't know. I wouldn't say love, but yeah, there are some scenes. I'm always like fascinated how writers write sex scenes. Like, yeah. are, are they inspired by true like, stories? Like, method, yes. is, it, is it like the true story? <laughs> is it from self-experience? Do you close your eyes and kind of visualize what turns you on in yeah. that moment yeah. and just write that out? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you think about the characters that you're writing about and then what would turn them on. And usually that will turn the reader on too. But I don't know. The sex scenes in my book are more dark and not really so. Which can turn certain people on. Yeah, they're Absolutely. dark and it's not. there's more psychological stuff going on. So it's not... It's not two people making out on the porch and texting each other had a great time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's real life. That's boring. Like we right, want exactly. like the hot, steamy. Yeah. Well, I want Justine to answer some of our analyze this questions, but I also Ugh. wanted to ask you. I know you're just like Jesus so nervous. Christ. You're like, what am I getting into? Because oh, you God. just wanted a bed. You wanted to stay in my house, and that I was just it. wanted to stay with you and just you know walk around, go shopping, have some cocktails. I don't yeah. know. But now I, now I have you. headphones on. I don't know if this happened. Exactly. I put you in this spot. I give you a pretzel sandwich. Yeah, I had a pretzel turkey. The whole food situation and, and a now Sprite. Now, now I have a Sprite. Yeah, I know. I've got you all carbonated up. Sprite. Exactly. Shouldn't have said yes. But so I want to talk to you about attraction. So for you, what what is attractive in the men? Because you're single. So in men that you meet, what differentiates between a man that you are attracted to and possibly want to see again or continue seeing versus a man who does not turn you on or does not attract you? Um, well, I th anyone who I've liked for a significant amount of time, I like them. I knew right away that I liked them. Really? There was something right away, uh, and I didn't know whether I wanted them to be my boyfriend or my best friend or someone I want to sleep with, but it was instantaneous, and everyone says you have to give it a chance, give somebody a chance, and I don't really agree with that for me. If you, I'm not like you know, 60 and looking for companionship. Right. So, well, what, what are you looking for? <laughs> I'm looking for, I need, to, I need to feel the attraction immediately. And I'm so, I know it sucks. It's a, kind of a bad answer, but I can't 
articulate what that is to me. Like a pheromone, my voice yeah. is scratching. So does attraction have to do with looks? Um, you, yes, but not, I've never, like, you, I think that men care more about looks. Like men like that pinup. Men, you know, look at images. Before there was porn on the internet, they looked at images and then yeah. get off that way. But women, less women are looking for that kind of beefcakey image that they can get off to. They need more than that. They need a personality. They need uh, God to speak, I think. Men don't really need a woman to speak to get off. Right. So I don't know. I think I don't There's think, a quality. There's it's a quality. A, like, it, I don't know if it's confident. I think men have to be a lot of things besides good looking, whereas women can just be good looking. And it's connection too. I, I you know, I've realized men that have a lot of success are great at eye contact. And, and staying connected in conversation with the woman. And men that don't really just don't make that eye contact, right. look at the floor. Well, because eye contact says a lot more things about you, I yeah. would also say. But but, but tell, me, tell me more about this because you were saying you feel it instantly. What does is, what is instantly mean in the first five seconds, in the first ten minutes? Because you were saying they, they need more than just their looks. Right. Right. I think, it, I think it's – well, of course, it's chemistry and you can't really define what that is. But I think um, – I think – Confidence, because you were saying eye contact, and eye contact. There are people who never make eye contact. Have you ever been around those people yeah, who just absolutely. never make? It's eye contact? very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's because they're uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Right. A really yeah, good technique. <laughs> I'm staring right at you, Mo. I was stare through your soul. Not that you have one. Um, a really good technique to use when speaking is to land on the person when you're, if you're talking and then when you're, when you're kind of finishing up a sentence, the last couple of words, if you just land right in their eyes, Jeez, she just looked at me and yeah. I'm like, feel some, yeah. feeling something. It's a really good, it's a really good technique but in, the, in my acting classes. That's like, I mean, it makes a huge difference if someone lands on the person that they're talking to versus they don't, it looks like someone's a super shitty like C plus actor versus like a B plus or A minus actor. Or A-plus well, it's impact really as well. Good. Yeah. Because it's even, because I talk to a lot of guys about voice tonality because communication, only 15% of communication is done through your words. You're, you're communicating the rest through your body language, your facial gestures. And your I just voice hold tonality. up my middle finger the whole time and I'm like, <laughs> why isn't anyone listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> but so, the th- so what you were just saying is like, I forget what you were just saying now. Damn it, my brain is just so dumb today. Um, but it's really important to be able to communicate in other ways besides the words that you're saying. Because what you what you were saying, Justine, is that you know it does need to be more than just the way that a man looks. It's confidence. It's intelligence. Those are the things that do win you over. Can you tell us possibly about the last time that you did find somebody attractive? Just speak in general terms, but maybe like how he did approach you, how he picked you up and and sort of what went on that kept your attraction? Well, alcohol helps. (laughs) Right. Um, A lot, but okay, that's not, I should should say that. (laughs) That's probably enough with that. Um, So It's getting weird now. I was getting, yeah, I feel weird. Um, what was the question again? About attraction. So, so like what happened? Like how? Yeah. Did... So tell me about like the last scenario where you found yourself attracted to a guy where you're like, okay, I want to give him my number. I want him to yeah. ask me out. Yeah. Well, I guess he was just really direct, right, and present, and it's kind of um, interest. It's, it's weird. It's like an. I guess it's an independence, and independence I think is attractive for for everybody. Um, I don't think there's anything more repulsive than <laughs> I don't think there's anything more repulsive than um, d- desperation in anybody. But I think that he he was just I guess independence is you know I really like you and I'm into you, but I'm okay on my own too. And right? so how does how do men express that to you without saying those words? Like how do you Con- get a sense? It's just a sense of confidence and. Right? Yeah, it's an air. It's something yes. that really is hard. And I know it, you want to like give tangible advice for people, but it's it's like um, it's like a a sophistication right. or something. It's a, and it's like I have enough in my life to make me happy, to make me proud of myself, and I have enough success in my life that like I think you're great, but I'm not going to crumble if if you don't give me your number. Yeah, and and I feel when men talk to women just as a person. With no ulterior mode, like no sex in mind, none of that, and just friendliness. And then right. afterwards, like even walk away, like uh, women love that. Right. Like, well, because there's so many men, and you see them who have wolf eyes 
and they're just like looking at a woman like prey. Right. And whatever the conversation, yeah, whatever the conversation is, right. You know, what's really going on is I want to have sex with you right now. Right. And you can smell that. What are other signs signs that a guy's desperate if he's around you? And he's trying to pick Just you the up. Just the eagerness. And they, they, they don't take their time with it, right? It's like, it's like they're following a manual. So they're like, oh, hi, you're beautiful, right? Right. Because had, that's you're supposed to say. And then right after that is, can I have your number? What are you doing? Like, yeah, I, had a, I actually had a guy ask me for my number like last week. And I was oh, having... Look at you. I know. And I was having a conversation. <laughs> I was being very funny. And we were probably talking. <laughs> I mean, because I'm hilarious. Well, obviously. And it, well, actually what he said is it's so refreshing to talk to a girl who has a sense of humor. And honestly, I think, you know, that just kind of immediately made him attracted to me. And he said probably we were about maybe five minutes into talking or maybe like a little less than that. And he was like, and he was smiling huge at me and he was kind of nodding at everything I'm saying. He's like, so can I have your number? And I mean, I have a boyfriend, so obviously I'm not going to give him my number. But it was like, he was like looking at me like with like puppy dog eyes, like, please, please, please. Like you're the mm-hmm. first normal funny person I've met like in six if years. I don't get I wasn't you, I'm begging. screwed. I wasn't begging. Well, he basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Art, you know, I already gave you my number. Exactly. But look, that's why, guys that, that's why guys that have girlfriends always say, damn, if I could have had girls like this when I was single, I'd be killing it. And it's because we go in. We don't in, have that desperation. We don't have desperation. We don't care. We walk in, we be ourselves. But one thing men need to notice is that there is always that moment of opportunity that comes in a conversation where you need to act. And too many of us don't act in that moment. We let it pass or we do it after the fact or we kick ourselves for not doing it. If there's an opportunity there with a woman, it's going to come. You just got to understand when that is and that's when your time is. Well, Justine, what was the best way that a guy asked for your phone number? You mean in the morning? Right. <laughs> He's like, uh, what's your name again? Like, Sorry, where am I? <laughs> Can I see a piece of mail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the best way? Maybe Preferably I- a bank statement. Oh, no. I've had a man um, just, um, I think someone said to me, "Can you? why don't you take my number? And I said, um, I don't, you take my number. I don't take yours. Like, you're the guy. And I think he, I think I gave him, well, this is not forget this but i gave him my number and then he he like immediately texted me he's like now you have my number and i was like okay yeah. do you think that was cute yeah all right. it was okay yeah. did, i can't did you, think what did you have, did he call you did you call yeah him? obviously did you, did you go out sex? um we, we made the sex yeah you yeah. got it yeah. Yeah. okay fine so Good that was that so was mediocrity good. will get you yeah 100 percent. we lower the bar enough yes. <laughs> so let's get on to some questions from analyze this so this is a question from amco comedy oh another comedy person Ooh. on twitter uh, and he said what's the best way to nonchalantly ask a girl if she is single justine to nonchalantly ask a girl if she is single um marnie you're going to just throw it back to me? I'm going to throw it back to the Mo, experts. what do you say? Look, this is always a tricky area. First of all, you just got to see. If she's into you, right, you're going to know she's into you. If she's not into you, she's not into you. But I, I always go, hey, we should go out sometime. And if they go, yes, that sounds great, yeah, say, then oh, you're good boyfriend. to go. Or if they go, you know, I have a boyfriend. Oh, okay. Well, that's all. are you going to marry him? And then you'll know in that second if they go, well, I don't know, maybe or no. They'll be like, well, then we should go out sometime. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's, that's a good answer. Well, everybody's still looking, I think. Well, if, no, because Wait, if, if you're on. still looking, well, it's no, like, it's, no. well, it's like looking, having like a pair you're of, in the wrong relationship. No, right. Well, I think everybody is looking to upgrade. Yeah, it's oh, like you no. have a new pair of jeans no. and eventually you're like, okay, I want it. Okay. I, I, need, I think now everybody I need a new pair is. Of jeans. I think everybody is. I don't care. Like, you can be in love. I still think that everybody is. No, I think when you find that right When you find that right person. There really is no upgrade. There's that's just very like sweet. I, mean, I hope your girlfriend's listening. There's like a fulfill. <laughs> the only thing that's left is like a fulfillment of some fantasy that you haven't had in a while, and that's really all that's left. I, I tend to semi agree with Justine. That, that's I've had guys. That's the truth. Not that you're looking. You're to not looking. Upgrade. You're it's not, not like looking. you're like your eyes are like open. You're like going out to every club and trying to meet guys. No, she's going right, on yeah, I it wrong. But I do believe that there are certain points with, with within your relationship throughout the many years you're possibly together. 
culture where you do look at other people and see what they may have compared to your significant, your present significant other, and you you weigh the options of possibly being with that other person. Typically, if you are in a good relationship and your partner is, you're going to turn it down. Yeah, you're going to turn it down. You know, I I was lucky. I've broken up with my girl so many times. <laughs> he got in the and chance. Slept he with finds so many other women. <laughs> in between that phase, to realize that the grass is not greener, my friends. Okay, but to jump back to the question about how you slyly essentially yes. ask if a girl's single, I, I actually had this happen. Re- I, feel, I feel like I sound like I'm making all of this up. But um, guys are hitting why? Because all these guys are hitting on you. Uh, you don't course. even go out of your house. I know I don't. Where do these guys find you? They're crawling up through the pipes. Seriously, um, weird. Some kid asked me in one of my cl- acting classes what movies had I seen lately, and I always feel like he sits next to me and he just kind of hangs around me, and and I think that was his way of I don't know. I, of saying, do you have a boyfriend? Just, no, no. Of trying to kind of get more information out of me. Right. And something that I wanted to communicate to him because I was getting that vibe yeah. is I have a boyfriend. So I was like, oh, my boyfriend and I went to see blah, blah, blah last weekend. And and I don't think he was specifically asking, do you have a boyfriend? But it was like, you're trying to learn more about this person and kind of get a little bit deeper into who they are. And so by just kind of asking general questions, she may like kind of get the hint and throw it in there. Well, possibly if she knows what you're actually going after. But I would say if you if you want to be sly, I actually don't think that you should be sly about asking. I like I like what Mo said. And I uh. think if you re- – sorry, didn't turn down, sorry uh. to poo-poo on your response. But that's a, that's a way for you to slyly slip in that you have a boyfriend if you don't want what's going on to continue. And right? look, Lead him down that's, to yeah. that's my way of dealing it with it in a one-off situation in a continuous situation say like an acting class or a yoga class or a gym or something where i see someone continuously right? assume the girl in a yoga class doesn't have a boyfriend yeah yeah well if it's somewhere i see them then <laughs> i don't know then i'm not trying to get the the find out the information on the first day i'm gonna see this girl i'm gonna plant the seeds i'm gonna let her start thinking sometimes, about me sometimes there's not enough time to plant the seeds no. if you want to know if a girl's single say are you single are you dating anybody if not i want to take you out for dinner wow you can That's, do it if you want to do it that, that way. If you hot. feel that there's a chemistry there and you yeah. say it with eye contact and impact, like Kristen was talking about before. You can ask whatever you want. You don't have to be sly. But if you do want to be sly, then you do it the way that Mo said. Okay, next question. Hey, Marnie, how are you? Oh, it's just to me, so don't even answer this question. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's a quick question. What women think about men with long hair. What do women think about men with long hair? First, he was asking, what do you think about men who don't know how to write correctly? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Okay, and he said, in my opinion, I love it, but what do you... He actually said, what do you think? What do you think? Maybe Mm, it's a I love. I don't know what I think. Um, So what do you think about men with long hair? Cut it and get to your brain underneath it, because obviously it's not doing (laughs) too much work. What's long mean? I don't know. This is all I have. I have a thanks and a smiley face. No name even from this person. I'll I'll interject here as a person with experience in this matter okay. because my hair was, I mean, long for a very I long time. It, yeah. it was down right, and I'm sure you look super sexy. Uh, no difference. No difference. No difference. Interesting. Well, okay. So actually, I, I this is a mm. question that I got for my own personal emails. I just want to throw this in because I thought it was a, a cute little question to throw in that we don't typically talk about. But I think that if you own it and you're like, fucking love my long hair and I think it's sexy, then the other person will be attracted. If she's not attracted to it and it's not her thing, then you're probably not the guy for her. Um, I, I think that if you like your long hair, be proud of it. Same thing we always say all the time. Own whoever you but are, diff- whatever you have. But the trouble with long hair comes in because I actually am a fan of of long-ish hair so on much, guys. So much. Yeah. Shaggy, but, not long Right, hair. shaggier, a little bit like little like Yeah. But when you get to the point where you look like a professional wrestler and it's like down to your lower back and it doesn't look cared for and it's stringy, that's creepy. I, I, See, I, I agree. It's not, it's not my thing. But for some women, it some is. Some women it might be. But I think there's like a grooming aspect involved that's, that's missing. Yeah, and, it's and also that's a specific demographic, right? right? The 80s. The 80s, 80s. The 80s demo. Look, the 90s. You hit rock. it on the head. It's got to look cared for. Yeah. If it looks Regardless, just like creepily unkempt. If you have short hair, long hair, whatever it is, it's got to look cared for. It's got to smell good no, yeah no, I, disagree. I disagree i disagree too i completely i completely disagree, disagree. oh my god Com- who is this guy i completely no but i agree with you well how close do you get to a stranger to know if it smells well good? my boyfriend has long hair and it's sometimes he doesn't wash it for a couple days and sometimes and i i don't wash my hair often at all i wash it like once a week and then it starts to smell like dirty pillowcase yeah but gross. i'm not gonna get in, i'm not gonna know what it smells like if i walk by a guy in the street yeah but if you get intimate with him and he has smelly hair it's kind of gross easy though I, I mean, I, you're drunk, so you wouldn't really smell it. Very true. Yeah, it just, it just smells like tequila. Everyone just smells <laughs> yeah. like tequila. Um, 
No, he. I think that. It, I think it should. I like a guy who just doesn't. Because you just said if it's well cared for and he moisturizes, well, like that's a lot of work for I don't a like straight that. man. That no, I'm gonna... okay. And I will speak from on that. I like that kind of grungy look, so but I'm I. saying there's a point in which you cross the line. I'm not sitting here saying town. I want like a guy who doesn't shower. Right. So, well, I mean, I don't want it to look like he just brushed it a hundred times. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you, those, those grunge guys spend hours <laughs> making their hair look grunge. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like you tried really hard to make it look like you didn't try hard. Yeah. That's the look to go. Those are the hardest yeah. outfits to plan. They are. It takes about eight hours to yeah. do. It looks like you just threw it on and took yeah. four and a half hours to oh, put totally. together. Very easy. Yeah. Okay. So our overall opinion is some women are going to be into it, some women aren't, but overall, if you're into it and you own it and you can take care of it to a certain extent and you don't let it go for like three weeks without being washed and it's completely disgusting and ratty and the rest of your body matches your hair, then it's no good. But if it's like a look that you're pulling off and it's grungy and it's kind of cool looking and shaggy, I, I think that can be And I'm a sexy. fan of the low ponytail on the man just to throw that in there. A little Bruce Jenner situation. Really? <laughs> but the fan of the ponytail without the plastic face. Right. Like, right. really? So po- low pony. That's never been my thing at all. Okay, I've only <laughs> seen such things in porn, um, but is the female orgasm actually real? Do girls really scream like that when they're having sex? Well, no. considering I lived with Marnie, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was, like de- it was dead the, silence. The things the that I heard if you was guys, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you guys had Except my room, sweaty men in my room, remember? Which sweaty? Sweaty men. Grunting. Really? GL. Don't. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. There was one night where I had to come into Justine's room because I was with this guy and we were, like, fooling around and stuff. And he was getting so sweaty. Like, we weren't even doing anything. And I had to go downstairs and get him a glass of water. And she was in her bedroom with somebody else. And I came in. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go back. I'm I have, right I have water him. for Exactly. I'm sliding off him. It's disgusting. He's dripping sweat all over me. How do I you end called it? You called it. He's a sweaty mule. A sweaty <laughs> mule. It was horrible. <laughs> working that hard. I don't know why he's sweating so Exactly. Much. So I, I was not making any noises that night except for like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty much it. So, but yeah. Okay. So to answer the question, do girls really scream like that when they're having sex? I don't think so. I think it's more theatrics than anything else. Yeah. I, but you know what? Look, there's something very liberating to being as loud as you want during sex. And I feel some women do that. But look, well, as that's a man, they're, a- they're actresses. Right. As a man, right. yeah, yeah. There's some of that. But look, as a man, you know when a girl has an orgasm. No, you don't. Yeah, I think so. No, no, I don't know. If I you don't do. think you do. I could do. Look, in my experience, this was like a Seinfeld episode, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Not. Women tend to convulse fake, 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 in a fake. way. You don't right. think you can face con- fake convulsing? Do you no. know how many? Yeah. There's certain things you can't fake. Uh, no. The, the um, what is it called? Kegel movements. You can absolutely fake those, and I have done that many times. Are you doing it right now? I am doing it right now. Right now, you can absolutely fake those. I can see your eyebrow moving a little bit. I know, seriously. Is that how you spot it when I'm faking it? No, but this is the one thing. I will say that for me, when I do get more vocal, I actually get more turned on. So So the the, the theatrics actually helps me. Sometimes, it depends. Like sometimes I do have great sex where I do want to be loud. Not as loud as porn stars because remember, they're there for the performance, a lot of them. But I will say there are some girls who, who that is natural for them, either because of theatrics or whatever it is for them. Like, That's naturally what like, they do when they have it's orgasms. It's life imitating art. We see people act that way. And so we think, like, I think that porn has changed the way people have sex. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Like, where people, you would never think to, you know, act a certain way or do things or. You know, you know what I mean. Well, I think it's also. I think it's also a, helps in a release, kind of like. I mean, for me, because I'm such a child, like I just picture riding a roller coaster, and you don't really need. Can you imagine Christmas having sex. It's like, ee, 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 <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh god, uh, mommy. Um, Where's my cat? No, um, I picture your cat in there, like with you at your feet. It's very weird. No, but I picture riding a roller coaster, and when I ride a roller coaster, I don't necessarily have to scream. It's kind of fun to scream, yeah, because it like just makes it like more exciting. So I think whatever a woman's doing, she may not be totally putting it on, but it may enhance just whatever fun she's having. But you're not forced from the inside out to scream like that. I feel like the people who do scream are the people who like screamed when they saw the Beatles or like New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I never right. did that or got that and the criers don't even get me started. But those yeah. people did because like, I'm not sure if that's what they thought or they were like supposed to do. Or like see a spider. Right, exactly. They freak out. Like, they I, scream. Yeah, exactly. So those are the people but, that do that who want their, their I don't think they're, they're attention whores. Thinking. Look, sometimes, sorry. You could tell when it's forced. 
Like, I, swear. I don't think you think you can tell everything. No, I don't think you can. You can tell when I think listen, Mo's angry because the hair went out of When a woman moans, when a woman moans, no, I think and he's she's mad from really the hair turned on. You cannot mistake that. No, I disagree. It, listen, there's uh, there's a there's that. a neighbor right next to me. This is not Harry Met Sally. You can't just start moaning at the dinner table. But no, there's or like, the podcast or table. The podcast <laughs> table. But no, there's a, there, one of my neighbors. Right, he has he bangs this girl. I've never met him. I've never met the girl, and she's really loud. Right. But I, when she, when they're having Keep sex and I'm listening to it, I literally get a hard on because I can, I can hear her and I could hear how much she wants it and is enjoying it and how free she is in that moment. And I could hear the sound and it's so fucking It high. is a free thing too. Cause actually before when I used to be really self-conscious about sex and like clenched up most of the time when I was having That's sex. That's why your kegels are so, yeah, so, tight. so damn tight. Nothing's going to happen out of this thing. But like I would be so quiet because I would be insecure about being louder. But once I got more comfortable with being vocal, I started you really liking stop. it. It does. It enhances your experience. But when, okay, so Jordan and I used to live, my husband, oh my God, I don't usually say his name, but we used to live at our old place. Um, there was this fireman who lived upstairs who would like bring a new girl up Ooh. every day wow. and they would have a really fun time. <laughs> they would be like banging against the walls and all the girls would be screaming up there. And I think it was just part of this whole like experience that they were having, but I would be totally turned on as well. Like we yeah. would, sometimes Jordan and I, we would have sex to it sometimes. Like yeah. at two o'clock in the morning, we wake up like, what are they doing up there? Oh you guys are so creepy. <laughs> I know. It was so creepy. But it was. It was like a turn on yeah. for us. And so then, I totally get that. Yeah. So to answer, yes, the female orgasm is true. Clay, who wrote this question in. And the question to do women really make those sounds, I don't think we've really found an answer because mm. none of us seem to make those sounds. But no, they don't they don't make the sounds, but they want to because it makes the their experience. No, but sometimes better. you do sometimes, sometimes yeah, but screaming, like, 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 screaming not the scream, no. but do you absurd. think sometimes I think to myself, could I be completely silent if I wasn't trying to come right. across like, what if I just like you know, yeah. I do, find the squeak. Do I have to say, "Oh God"? I find the in a row. squeak to be sexy. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the squeak. <laughs> I never want to be near you guys when you're having sex. All right, I am oh. going to ask. I think one more question. I'm trying to find a short one for you guys. Okay, actually, I want to read a comment on Bad Boys that was written in by somebody because I thought it was interesting. Um, so I'm listening to an episode, episode uh, episode nine, uh, and I thought I might add something to the Bad Boy discussion. I'm a 52 year old male, a clean cut, squared away former toolmaker uh, of an of an engineer, oh, sexy, and I'm in very good shape, not too hard to look at, reasonably intelligent. I'm totally into him, well educated and well read. Or one of those guys that looks good on paper, but I think my strongest asset with women is that I like women. I honestly enjoy spending time with women. I like how women think and relate, and I like a woman's uh, civilizing influence on my environment. I think I first get noticed. I think I first noticed this diff, uh, this was different years ago when my garage buddies were talking about their garage or shop spaces being a refuge apart from their women. My garage and shop are girls allowed uh, zones, and if I and if whoever I'm seeing, sorry, I didn't edit this one. If I, and if whoever I'm seeing has her own friends around, there's a really good chance that they'll scatter my crew and abandon the shop or whatever else I'm doing to be closer to those chattering women. I won't interfere. Women need their own time with their friends. Sorry, this is, uh, seriously, I like women. Women have called me a bad boy for decades. I should have edited that part. Yeah. Women have called me a bad boy for decades, and until a couple of years ago, I never really understood why. I take my career seriously, and I do well. I have a nice home and keep it that way. I'm a closed, cropped, buttoned down guy that drives a uh, Beamer for crying out loud. A splendidly pristine 25-year-old classic that I maintain as in a new car condition. I'm boring you. Jesus. I'm just not a... Uh, what's, what's his problem? Forgot, it's not a thing. What's the, a the point about comment. the bad boy and I didn't edit it properly. Okay. Oh, God damn it. This is diary. Juice Kill's diary. <laughs> Let's skip this one because I didn't edit it properly. And, and there's, Forget I, that. I know guys like that no, that his are whole, always hanging no, out at the woman's no, table was, with the chatty Cathy's. This wasn't his point. His point was to say that a bad boy isn't an asshole. A bad boy is a man who feel who makes a woman feel excited. That's what this whole whole point was. Sorry. I didn't edit it properly. Where did, where, where did you get But that? I've asked a number of women. Okay, so this is his portion <laughs> that he wrote in. Because he wanted to add in about the bad boy conversation that we were having. And typically when we talk about bad boys, we talk about men who little women who don't respect them and they're jerks and really he said he's asked a number of women about this uh, about what the bad boy is and they all agree um so she they say a bad boy is a guy that makes a woman want to get naughty rather than the way that we talk about it about a bad boy being yeah i agree i agree with that it's just hard to get one without the other right 
Right, but there is a way to still be like a nice guy with an edge. Right, it's just hard, hard to create get excitement, passion, and fun. So that's right. what we're trying to teach men how to be. So we can totally edit out that entire part before <laughs> the good three. bad boy. But the like good, he never talked boy. about whether he was ever been married before. Well, we don't care. No, we I like his. Obs- a, I do like his observation. No, the whole, that wasn't the whole point. He was what just trying. He was trying to gay. pump up his ego a little bit and tell me about gay. who he is. But his point was, he's done his own research where he's asking women about what a bad boy, how it's defined, and their definition was, it's like a guy that makes you want to get naughty, which is true. Which is a guy that like adds a little bit of umph. I think it's somebody who you can't have the way you want. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. keep mm-hmm. going. You keep it's like an addiction. So you keep going back because you can't get them the way you want. You can get them, right? Like not right. the way you, you have can't them, get them. You can't fall fully for you get them in the way that he's supposed to fall for you, and then that keeps you coming back. And let's let's That's be honest. Right. A bad boy for a twenty year old woman is different than a bad boy for a twenty five year old woman. Is it is different than a bad boy for a thirty year old woman? Yes, because women change as they get older. I feel like the the younger moodier. the younger girls. So how old do you think these women were that he asked? He's fifty something. They're hanging out in his shed. They're, this <laughs> this guy is not bringing twenty year old girls <laughs> right. into his shed with yeah. his other fifty four year old. He's, play, he's playing carpenters. bridge. He's playing bridge with these women. And yeah, like these are his friends' wives and their friends. So it's yeah. different. So like at well, that and- level, his level, his excitement, his passion, his all these things is really attractive to an older woman who has a boring life or her friends are all married and have kids, you know, so that is excitement. That is the bad boy. But like for like a 19 year old girl, yeah. come on. It's now. Justin Bieber, wear your pants down low and sing a few yeah. songs. Okay. Well, that brings us to our conclusion of our so analyze this episode. So Justine, thank you so, thank you so much for coming on the show and letting me force you to talk and open up. Whoopsie, sorry. Can we just like that at this you? This is how I'm earning my place to stay. Exactly. It's how you're earning your keep. But if you want to ask questions for Analyze This, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at askwomenpodcast. And remember to shop at the Amazon store through yes. our podcast one page, podcast1one.com slash ask dash women and that's capital A capital W that's so complicated and actually I have a special deal for guys who are listening to this uh, I have a new product that just came out called the friend zone get out and stay out if you go to winggirlmethod.com slash friend Z you can find out all the information on about how to get out of the friend zone and stay out and we will see you next week mm-hmm.